to the extent that is the American Bar Association Business Law Section's podcast series. Our podcasts provide general information. They aren't a substitute for legal advice from a licensed professional. We offer both standalone and serial podcasts on a variety of topics and welcome your feedback and suggestions at ababusinesslaw.americanbar.org. We hope you enjoy your selection. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. This is a podcast uh, that we've done for the American Bar Association on the subject of financing renewable energy projects in the European Union. As you're aware, because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, there have been very significant impacts on the energy markets in the European Union and globally. What I propose to do this afternoon is to take you through the responses of the European Union to the European, uh, to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, uh, some background on the previous regulatory structure in the European Union, and two very significant steps taken by the Euro- European Union to counter the negative impacts of the uh, Russian invasion. But first, let me give you some background on the European Union. In terms of governance, members are elected to a European Parliament which approves legislation within the EU. And the European Council uh, approves this legislation with and comprises the governments of the 27 member states. As you would expect from a union of 27 member states, the governance in the European Union is very rigorous, well-defined, and includes roles and responsibilities of the member states, the Director General of the uh, EU, a performance framework, accountability and control, ethics, regulation, and transparency. The EU's credit ratings are SNP AA Plus, Outlook Stable, Moody's A, AA Outlook Stable, Fitch AAA Outlook Stable. The EU borrowings are direct and unconditional obligations of the EU. In terms of the ground we're going to cover, I'm also going to give you, introduce you to the functions of the European Investment Bank, the so-called EU Bank, which will complete the framework that we lay out for financing renewables in the EU. The EU population is about 447 million. It was impacted by COVID in uh, 2021 uh, and went down uh, on 1st January 2022 to about 446.8 million. In terms of renewable energy, we're talking about hydropower, wind, solar, geothermal energy, and air heat pumps, and power generated by burning biomass, biogas, liquid biofuels, and municipal weight. The share of renewable energy in the EU doubled between 2004 and 2020. 
the EU reached a 22.1% share of its gross final energy consumption from renewable sources in 2020, about 2% above its target. Sweden, Finland and uh, Latvia were the highest performance and uh, electricity from re renewable energy sources in gross electricity consumption were the highest in Austria, Sweden and high in Denmark, Portugal and Latvia. The UK that left the EU on 31 January 2020 had a 42% share of renewables and the US a 19.8%. A word about the European Green Deal. You have probably heard much about the initiatives taken by the East European Commission in 2019 that introduced an ambitious, an ambitious package of measures to enable EU parties to benefit from a sustainable green transition. Please note that the significant impacts of the measures taken by the European Union and the Commission in 2022 have been designed to further the objectives of the Green Deal. The Green Deal sets a path for a transition that is meant to be just and socially fair and provides for the use of renewable energy sources for a more secure and diverse energy supply. Let's now talk about the specific steps that the uh, European Commission and the EU have taken in response to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. That took place on February 24th. By March 22, the Council of the European Commission introduced wide-ranging proposals to counter the impacts of the Russian invasion. The objectives of these measures are as follows. To reduce dependence on Russian fossil fuels, tackle the climate crisis, provide for energy savings, diversification of energy supplies, and accelerated rollout of renewable energy. One of the key features of these measures is a recovery and resilience facility, which is at the heart of the renewable energy power EU plan introduced on March 22nd, 2022. The key features of the EU RE power EU plan are threefold, saving energy, diversifying supplies and supporting the EU's international partners by diversifying LNG imports and higher pipeline gas and accelerating the rollout of renewables. The EU contemplates a massive scaling up and speeding of renewable energy in power generation, industry, buildings and transport and has introduced a headline 2030 target for renewables from 40% to 45% under the Green Deal Fit for 55 package that will include the following initiatives. Dedicated solar strategy to double photovoltaic capacity by 2025 and installed 600 gigawatts by 2030. 
a solar rooftop initiative to install solar panels on new public, commercial and new residential buildings, doubling the rate of deployment of heat pumps and measures to integrate geothermal and solar thermal energy in modernized district and communal heating systems. Recommendations to tackle slow and complex permitting for major renewable projects, a dedicated go-to areas for shortened and simplified targeting permitting processes, a target of 10 million tons of domestic renewable hydrogen, 10 million tons of imports by 2030 to replace natural gas, coal and oil in hard to decarbonize industries and transport sectors and two delegated acts on definition and production of renewable hydrogen to ensure that production leads to net decarbonization. Biomethane action plan for new biomethane industrial partnership and financial incentives to, to increase production to 35 billion cubic meters by 2030. The other aspects of the plan include reducing fossil fuel consumption in industry and transport, and the financing components of the Renewable Energy Power EU plan will require an additional Euro 210 billion will save almost euro 100 billion per year that will be met by private and public sector and at national cross-border and EU levels. To support the plan, euro 225 billion in loans under the renewable resource facility will be made available to provide additional financing to member states under the EU emission trading allowances held in the market's stability reserve. The ETS reduces emissions and use of fossil fuels and raises the use of funds to achieve energy dependence. The key sources of financing within the EU include a cohesion fund that provides supports to EU member states with the gross national income per capita below 90% of the EU 27 average, an agricultural fund for rural development that finances the EU's contribution to rural development programs, and the objectives of the rural development programs are, de are designed to improve competitiveness of agriculture and encourage sustainable management of natural resources and climate action. The Connecting Europe facility are key funding instruments to promote growth, jobs and competitive, competitiveness through infrastructure investment at the European level. The Innovation Fund, one of the world's largest funding programs for demonstration of innovative low-carbon technologies is also a source of major financing and allows for amounts paid by EU polluters into the emissions trading system to be used for the objectives of the Innovation Fund. Please keep in mind that the Cohesion Fund, the Agricultural Fund, 
for uh, rural development and the Connecting Europe facility uh, and the Innovation Fund are major sources of financing of the EU's basic objectives, including climate objectives and renewables in particular. Now, a word about the European Investment Bank. This is the main major financing EU bank for the objectives of the European Union. It is the self-styled climate bank and has stopped financing traditional fossil fuel projects in 2021. The focus is on renewable energy, energy efficiency, alternative fuels and infrastructure. The bank supports the financing of small and medium enterprises through the European Investment Fund that is part of the EIB group. The, the European Investment Fund offers loan guarantees and makes investments in small and medium enterprises and venture capital and offers loan guarantees uh, and financing for VC funds that support clean technology. Because of the significant impact on the markets for the price of electricity and the cost of gas in the EU, Europe's benchmark electricity has risen to 10 times its decade-long average, in line with the 14-fold increase in the cost of gas. With spheres of shortages growing this winter, the impact of the energy crisis and the significant increases in the price of electricity and gas have had a major material adverse impact on the ability of large utilities in the EU to finance themselves because they consume and produce vast quantities of energy and have felt the squeeze as they rely on futures markets to help guarantee the price they will receive and ensure that power and electricity is supplies to millions of homes. It is difficult to come up with hedging mechanisms to address these power sales since these are often done months and year and years in advance. The EU has asked the European Securities and Markets Agency to see if more types of collateral can be used for margin calls and the types of assets that clearing houses can accept that are provided for by regulation. The EU has asked ESMA to investigate if circuit breakers can halt trading during volatile periods that have been triggered during the energy prices. Now, over the course of the summer, particularly the months following the introduction of the Renewable Energy Power EU plan, following its introduction in March, there has been much discussion in the EU and the member states on how to come up with a mechanism to either provide for windfall taxes on those companies that are that are made 
significant profits as a result of the high costs of electricity and gas during this period and whether the price of gas and electricity can be decoupled from each other to provide savings and relief to hard-hit consumers. The response of the EU has been three coordinated measures to cut down bills. The EU has adopted an emergency regulation just a few days ago on September 30, 2022, that provide for the following. The new rules adopted from December 1, 2022 to the end of March 23 complement existing EU initiatives and legislation to secure the EU's energy supplies, such as gas storage regulation, gas demand reduction regulation, creation of an EU energy platform, and outreach initiatives for diversion of supply measures. Three measures have been proposed to collect to cut electricity bills. First, reduce electricity use by 10% by the end of March 2023. Second, cap revenues of electricity producers, i.e. this is a windfall tax and will work as a revenue cap of Euro 180 per megawatt hour for companies producing power with low operating costs using renewables, nuclear, and lignite. Third, securing a solidarity contribution from fossil fuel businesses that have generated additional profits from high energy prices. These com companies can contribute their fair share to providing relief to people and businesses that are struggling to pay their energy bills. The contribution will be calculated as follows. It comes from companies' profits, which increased by more than 20% compared to average profits of the previous four years. It focuses on companies in the petroleum, gas, coal, and refinery sectors, and will complement the revenue cap on certain electricity producers. Revenues will be collected by EU member, member states and distributed to families and companies that are facing the highest pressure from high energy bills. EU member states may act in a spirit of solidarity and gives part of the revenues for financing of measures to address the energy crisis. Now, based on what I've discussed, I think you should be aware and not minimize the significance of the very radical and detailed provisions that the EU introduced in March 2022 to address the Russian invasion of Ukraine, followed by the provisions introduced on September 30 to address the significant increase in consumer electricity prices. Now, there was much talk that one of the key challenges facing the EU would be the ability of the EU member states to act in solidarity amongst themselves and take the necessary measures to 
ensure that appropriate relief could be given to consumers across the EU as a result of the significant increase in electricity prices. So far, so good. The EU member states have stepped up and have acted in unison, which is fantastic. And while there are challenges that remain, particularly with the cold winter coming, you cannot discount the fact that rationing may be required, particularly for those member states that are landlocked, such as Bulgaria, the Czech Republic, and Slovakia, and that don't have access to LNG terminals. But these are challenging times, and let's see how these issues developed over the next six months. At the very least, the EU has, and its member states and the entire population of the EU has the comfort that three EU coordination, coordinated measures have been taken to reduce electricity bills. Now, one of the issues that the International Energy Agency pointed out was the concerns about solidarity among the EU member states. As I said, so far so good, but the reality when looking at Russia, the sanctions that have imposed by the EU, the US and others are going to devastate the Russian economy, number one. As the IEA said, selling alternative supplies of oil is not like selling onions. You have to have pipelines, you have to have the infrastructure, and Russia has lost a very significant and a very good client in terms of the EU. President Ursula von der Leyen says that the impact of the sanctions on Russia will continue to exact a very high toll on Mr. Putin's misadventure in Ukraine. Let's see how these issues develop. Please call me at any time if you have any questions on what I've discussed with you this afternoon. Thank you and my best wishes to you. Thank you for listening to the ABA Business Law Sections podcast series to the extent that the section offers a robust collection of content. To explore more about this topic or to learn about joining the section, visit ambar.org bizlaw. That's B-I-Z-L-A-W.